0: All right. good morning everybody once again. This is another episode of Triumphant Shadows. I'm here, I'm your host, Fortune. Before we get started, I just want to first and foremost get out a uh address uh a bit of a a bit of a thing one of my listeners wanted me to talk about. There is a program available through com, where you have a group of, uh, I guess, legal experts. They work towards getting you towards 100% disability. And it's in exchange for you paying them back a percentage of that for a certain period of time. But it's not long. I believe it's it's anywhere between... Ten months to a year, um, but make sure you check that out yourself. Once again, that's VAClaimsInsider.com. I made this show in uh, with with uh, people like the U.S. military veterans in mind, and um, with people like uh, artists coming up on SoundCloud folks who have gone from living on the streets like myself to living in good sustainable living situations just for people who feel like they're they're not represented throughout society I'm trying to give give an outlet for that so on today's show uh I wanted to address one thing I thought this was so fascinating to me There is a movie about Venus and Serena Williams' uh, father. And it's called King Richard. It's played by Will Smith. It's getting a lot of good reviews. It looks like it's going to get award nominations. But along with this movie, there has been a whole lot of talk and chatter about his personal life. I didn't even know this, but apparently Venus... And Serena, they're not his only child. This guy has several children. Um, dozens, I believe. So uh, I got a couple of, couple of stories on it. And um, it, it just really surprised me, really shocked me that he started a bunch of other families over time. I got this news from a podcast from Paris, Milan. So uh, it's titled on YouTube, you can look it up, Sabrina Williams, my father Richard Williams left us for, and it's continuing onward to left us for Venus and Serena. Wow. So apparently this woman is uh, going on 55 years old, and she basically, she's been telling other people in the media that uh Mr. Richards, Richard Williams, uh, basically um, raised about five of her, altogether uh, four of her siblings originally. And he went off and was starting businesses all over the United States. And in between starting these businesses that made him anywhere from, I think his His net worth went up to about $80,000 at the time. Um, He was also going around having sex with other women and making all sorts of kids. A lot of these kids haven't even met each other. When you hear them talk in interviews, they know of each other's existence, but they don't have a connection. They don't have a relationship. I'm going to talk personally on my own life. I remember I was... I had to have been no more than maybe, uh, I'd say 14, 15 years old. And I was trying to call my father just to see how he was doing. Because long story short, my mom and my dad, they got divorced when I was five. So that's what led me to moving out of California and living here all the way in Florida. So... Um, I rarely ever got a chance to hang around him up until I was a teenager. Anytime I did have any time with him, it was only for like maybe a day or two. You know, I remember the most time I spent with him before I was a teenager was when I was 10 and he came to see me talk at my oration contest for one of my churches. And after that, it was just like, the basically the contact became more and more distant the only time we would speak is during holidays christmas and stuff and maybe a birthday so i call him up just out of the blue just randomly i call what i knew is his number and another child picks up the phone i said who's this he says his name is i'm not gonna give his name on air but my his, my name's so-and-so and then dad finally answered the phone. I said, dad, who's that on the phone? Is that a relative I have or something? And then he basically uh, broke broke it out that that is uh, my stepson and it's your half brother. And something about that really crushed me. Like I felt like there had been this secret that had been looming over my dad's head for years and I felt like he was accountable to at least let us know about him, but we found out about him by accident. Eventually, I got to visit him, and I saw how he was living. What made it even harder for me to accept the fact that my dad was willing to take most of his energy and, I guess, concentrate it towards a new family was the fact that he this kid was adopted this is a child that he adopted so it wasn't even out of his bloodline and i think how that came about was his new wife was in the process of adopting this child too and they just raised the kid after that um he's a great guy from what i remember It's just that for me, that was heartbreaking at the time. I could remember crying tears because I didn't think I was good enough to be accepted by my father as his blood son, right? But you see this is happening even with people who are related to celebrity athletes. And it makes me wonder, what is it about men that makes them want to lie down and create families and move on and make other families I just I, I wanna know what that's about, right? It seems like it's just it happens with a lot of athletes, a lot of guys who are uh in politics, um, a lot of guys who are movie stars, famous guys mostly. You hear a lot about other guys in the military who they travel around the world and they go from one duty station or one liberty port and they just start pumping in babies. And I, I want to, I feel like today that isn't, that's common today, but not on such a crazy level as it might've been back in the day, because like there's more education out there and any dude with half of a brain knows that by you just having a kid, that's going to slow down a lot of your personal life. Now, there's a lot of dudes out there that are smoking weed. There's a lot of guys out there that are doing things that, you know, to where they're not self aware of consequences and things. And they'll just, they'll lay down with any woman with no protection. They're celebrities that'll do this and they'll just, they'll do what's called shooting up the club. And after that, they'll have an unwanted child that they're probably not prepared to take care of, either psychologically or financially. I feel like it's almost like taking care of a child that's your own and sticking around to that child's 18. I feel like that's the type of stuff that's demonized in our culture. Like It's like seen as this child is going to take away your ability to have fun in your youth. Why do you want that to happen? Leave it in the hands of the mother. Go skirt off somewhere. Go fuck one of your old girlfriends. Go find another woman to screw around with. Just don't stay in one place. Because this child will hold you down like an anchor. And it's just... Man, I just feel like... I feel for children growing up nowadays. Because even though I didn't really grow up with my dad. There was other resources. And my mom wouldn't let us starve spiritually without one. You know. Um, I saw a movie on Netflix... A few days ago with my family. It's called uh, The Harder They Fall. It's this crazy western where all the main characters are black. Uh, th- there's lots of westerns with black characters in it. And uh, Quentin Tarantino had Django Unchained, you know, the remake of Django where the main character is black. And um, so it's not like black characters don't exist in westerns, but the, I think the big change with this was that every main character was, uh, black. And all the villains, all the good guys, the bad guys, all the supporting characters, they were all black, you know? So that was refreshing, but, uh, there was a twist at the end. So huge spoiler warnings. If you haven't seen the harder they fall, uh, turns out that it's a revenge story about a cowboy who's trying to track down a, uh, Another wanted man for basically killing his father and his mother when he was younger. But he discovers, you know, towards the end of the movie that the guy he's been after all this time is actually his half-brother. And that the father that got murdered, that father was bad to his half-brother and his half-brother's past life. And he was just basically trying to get retaliation for all the shit that the father put his mother through. And I feel like that movie was like low-key trying to snitch on King Richards. But it was a good movie. I liked it. It was entertaining, lots of action and stuff. If you like Westerns, you're not going to be disappointed. Plenty of shooting, explosions. There's a train robbery. All the things that you like about Westerns. Those of you guys who like westerns I guess even people out there who are fans of the whole little Nas X with the black cowboy stuff and Red Dead Redemption that this movie is pretty much tailored for you but it made me think about it all about how fatherhood is like so it's such a thing that's been splintered off at the turn of the millennia and even people who I know grew up with their fathers, they don't have the same sort of strong connection that I feel fathers gave their sons like back in the sixties and the seventies where they were the their the fathers were hard asses. They would they would thump you quick for fucking up and being being a dipshit and stuff, but they still had love. It was tough love, but it was love. Fathers nowadays it's like I feel like they feel intimidated by reality and they feel like I'm losing time by submitting all of my willpower to help a child get right. And I know it's hard. I'm not going to act like I know all the answers. I don't have any kids. I live by myself. And doing that alone is just exhausting on some weeks when I have to go to these dead end jobs and work with people who allocate responsibilities to me with shit that has nothing to do with me Oh well, so-and-so called out so you're doing his job i'm like really what the fuck you know am i am i getting paid extra for this no and this is in hence why i'm doing podcasts right now because i'm gonna try to make some extra money off of that because anybody who believes you can make it in the world with nine to five on a corporate level i believe is fucking insane you know, even if you all the way up as a CEO and stuff, you still I, I believe the the only freedom there is is entrepreneurship right now and free enterprise. I could be wrong, but capitalism puts chains on people through well not completely but through the most rudimentary forms of I go to co- I go to school, I go to high school, I go to college, and then I go work for other people.'t that 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 can go wrong in so many ways, and it has for centuries. So in a way, I feel like the one good thing that the pandemic did, it made people realize they can survive outside of their occupation, and it's essential. It's, it's like really essential uh, today I went to Starbucks and this lady I didn't get her name but I asked her if she could make me a drink that I didn't even think was on the menu some black tea with lemon and she made it and she's she she was talking to me for a little bit and I was like oh, I'm kind of exhausted because I'm about to get off of work but thank god this isn't the only thing that I, I'm doing right now and she's like what do you do what else do you do? i like, well, I do this podcast. And I gave her my card for Triumphant Shadows. And I felt so good just having the ability to show people that, yeah, this, my job isn't the only thing that defines me or the jobs that I'm doing in between. I've done all sorts of jobs that are just, they're good for the moment. But man, after about a year or so, you're like, oh my God, am I still doing this? From security to working at a theme park, which I'll never do again. And working as a cashier and just uh, cutting grass and working at a mental health facility, working at at multiple hospitals, jobs that just get you by. And what I like about this, I do it on my own time. And I'm slowly building it back up to where I can make it to where I could possibly wire this together into something that I can make into my own little business. So I'm glad that I have that opportunity. Um, I'm glad that I have that freedom. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a very short podcast right now, but check this. I really, really have to go my black ass to sleep and get ready for another round of work in a few hours. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I just wanna give a shout out to Boar, Boarman, however you say your name, for giving me the suggestion to uh, suggest to people the VA claims. And uh, shout out to, shout out to Jordan. I hope you're, I really hope your uh, legs getting better. Mr. Joro Undaunted. You know, you know, you had a fall, but you're going to be back in the game real soon. And shout out to all my people over in Alameda. And uh, yeah, I'm going to keep it short and simple. Y'all stay blessed. All right.